Welcome to Goblet Unlocked, episode 74, where we actually know our episode titles now. Our numbers. Our numbers. Because didn't we get like two in a row wrong? Yeah. I think so. We've been redoing. So this is actually episode 74, and Cyberpunk 2077 has actually been delayed to September. It's funny because, uh, was it two episodes ago? You and I were just talking about how, isn't that weird? Like all the hype for this game has died and there's no marketing and it's yeah. out in like two and a half months. Like, isn't this a little weird? Well, and then lo and behold. I always thought the weirder part was it was going to it was going to release at the start of the year on last gen consoles. And then a few months later, it's going to release on next gen consoles. But it just seems weird because, like, it, you know, everybody, of course, is going to want it on next-gen consoles. Well, now it's even more awkward, though, because the next-gen consoles are probably coming in October, November. Oh, And sure. it's coming in September. Unless it's a sign that September is the month. But... Uh, it, Which would be weird. It's... I mean, on one hand, you give, You're right. you give them credit because, well, they're going to take their time with their game, which is good. Yeah. It's, that's, that's good. But now it's even... Well, and I, and I think the reason, like, the first, like, four or five months of this year are super loaded with, with big releases. There's oh, yeah. Cyberpunk, there's Half-Life, well, there was Cyberpunk, there's Half-Life, there's Doom, there's Ori, there's Minecraft Dungeons, there's, like, a, a lot of games, uh, Last of Us 2, yeah. because they want to avoid being, you know, a month or two before next-gen consoles, and now... It's just funny, though, because this was like a, a unicorn for the longest time, and it seems yeah. like whenever it hit, it would just blow out anything around yeah. it. Yeah. But you're right. It sort of has the feel that maybe they moved it a little bit because it was so crowded. Well, they said the game's just not done. They said it's playable from start to finish, but it's not polished enough yet. And they wanted to take their time with it, which I give them credit for. This is their first... I mean, a lot of people view them as a huge developer, and they are, but... This is really their first post-Witcher release. So it's really important that they do this. They get this right. Yeah. Um, they did also confirm that they're making a separate cyberpunk multiplayer game. But it's literally so far out. Like 2022 is like the earliest it could release. Um, I don't know. These guys seem to be taking forever in all their games. Like, yeah. I know games take a long time these days. but They're like the new rock star. Well, did you see, interestingly enough, I didn't put this on the agenda, yeah, I know there's a rumor that, what, was it Take Two? Take Two was leaning pressuring on. them and yeah. telling them, this isn't good enough. you got to yeah. release more in one game a generation. A generation, yeah. Because that's all they've done. Yeah. I mean, you and I have talked Gonna about bring how back they used Midnight to have, Club. Yeah, Midnight Club. Uh, what was it? Manhunt. Oh, yeah. State of Emergency was that. Manhunt right? would be kind of an interesting one, didn't it? Yeah, it would. Was it Devolver Digital that had like a Manhunt game, Scum or something? Scum, yeah. Was that Devolver? Yeah. Yeah. They published it at least. So it's kind of surprising that that didn't make like Rockstar go, hmm, maybe we should try our own. I don't know. I feel like Rockstar kind of operates in a vacuum because they don't even hype their games. Oh, exactly. They, they just care. like, they just release it and it blows like, up. Yeah. That's all they need to do. They're absolutely not concerned about anything no. ever. No. It's, it's so crazy to think that games have become so big and require so much effort that literally entire studios can release one game a generation. I mean, Sony Santa Monica did it. uh, Rockstar did it. Well, I mean, video games... It's pretty crazy. It feels like video games are, you know, they're following the same trajectory. Did Guerrilla do it? That, like, movie studios used... You know, like, movie studios used to be able to, like, crank out tons of movies. Yeah. And then, you know, as time went on and they got more advanced, you know, like, 
They only make it one movie every unless you're Marvel because then you years. can crap one out every two weeks. Apparently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so I mean, and that's something I've been thinking about because you know every generation becomes more and more apparent. Yeah, we're like we're heading for that future where yeah. where there's only one game from each studio a generation, and you know like Rainbow Six Siege and. Well, did you see games Ubisoft the said this week they realized that their games aren't good enough? <laughs> really? Yeah. Why? <laughs> because their last several games have all launched and been trash. The Division 2 was oh, well, not that, that one is trash. Ghost Recon, the trash. new one, was not right. So they've run almost all their franchises. They started this gen really strong because they yeah. had Rainbow Six. They stuck with the original Division. Well, I guarantee you. Watch Dogs did I guarantee okay. you Rainbow Six Quarantine isn't going to break the no, streak. It, well, yeah, it is. It's going to be terrible. Well, it's going to be terrible. That's what I mean. The yeah. streak of bad Quarantine's games. not going to be good. It's not going to save them. Um, so, they've just kind of... They came out and said they realized they need to take their time I mean, with their games. Quarantine was a, a fun little side mission Yeah. within Rainbow Six Siege, but yeah. to spit it out into its own game, well, and that's such a bad idea. If it was, a, if it was free to play... It might yeah. do okay, but even so, I don't I mean, think the whole time I was it's going to attract a lot. The whole time I was playing quarantine, I was like, "This is kind of fun," but it, it gave me that feeling like, you know, I'm sort of having fun, but I, I feel like it could be more fun. Yeah, but yeah. I'm not sure why. There, there's a lot of modes where I play them in games, and I'm like, "Yes, it's pretty cool," but the normal game is still better. Yeah, like this is cool for like a few days. Well, and you and know, then, it sort of reminded me of Left 4 Dead, but. And that, and that was the issue. Well, I think it, they're trying to strike at Call of Duty Zombies. Yeah, I mean, it sort of felt like Left 4 Dead, <clears throat> but it wasn't as good as Left 4 Dead. And that was yeah. the issue for me. It was like, uh, this is so close, but not quite. Speaking of Left 4 Dead, let's jump ahead on the agenda. Valve confirms that they are not making Left 4 Dead 3. They said all these rumors about Left 4 Dead, Left 4 Dead VR, Left 4 Dead 3. None of it's true. What do you... Should we, should we literally leave Left 4 Dead... Left to be for left dead. for dead. Oh, boom. How Valve has to be the biggest like contradiction in gaming. Like, well, would you really want a Left for Dead VR game? VR, I could care less about. Yeah, in general. but it would be nice to know the franchise is alive. Yeah, like, okay, it's kicking. I just know? can't imagine the game on VR because it seems like it'd, it'd be, be puke and do It seems like you'd be like on rails or something. And I feel know. like it'd just be because it moved really fast. Yeah, I feel like. Oh the, yeah. The, and, and then the, the zombies the would be right on top yeah, yeah. of you. You'd, be, you'd yeah. just be like yeah. spinning exactly. your head. <laughs> yeah, it would be, be a nightmare. You'd some, snap your neck off your shoulders spinning around. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, it's just anything <laughs> to, to show us that it's still alive. And it's just so weird because, you know, we, we're, we've discussed this before that they got all these franchises that people are not crazy about. Any of them. And they're just like, oh, okay, who cares? No Portal, no Left 4 Dead, no... And you know, with, with Epic hot on their... Day of Defeat, no Team Fortress. With Epic hot on their tail, you, you would think that they would want, like, their hit games out in front to differentiate their, their storefront. But yeah. Yeah, exactly. Apparently like, not. Like, you cannot get these games on any other platform. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Because half Epic is buying tons of exclusives. Life, left for Dead, you know, like right. big games people care about. Because oh, Epic's well. buying tons of exclusives. Exactly. And I got thinking about it today. I'm going to take a Godspeed story off the list here. Epic announced this week that they've hit $680 million in sales through the Epic Game Store. And it has 100 million users. And, you know, when they first started the Epic Game Store, people thought, kind of like snickered, like, this can't last, or this is just an experiment. Yeah. And I got thinking about 
epic. And I think this was really a brilliant move. And I think it's working because I think they looked at inevitably, whenever you're in a business or doing anything, you have to make like a 10 year plan, a 20 year plan. Yeah. Fortnite eventually will peter out. It's inevitable, even if it's 10 years from now. Yeah. So they've taken all this money that they've made from Fortnite and they've given themselves an entirely new revenue stream. So like even if Fortnite dies out, well now we've got the game store, They've got Unreal Engine. Even if their own game revenue... Like, this was the smartest thing as a business they could have yeah. done. And yeah. a lot of people still don't... Like, they still get upset about the Epic Game Store. And I don't really know why. You know, like, it's, it's just got this stigma. Like, oh, Epic Game Store. Epic is like the Amazon of video game storefronts. In that, you know, like Amazon... They don't really make their money on their store. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's a big part of their business anyway. Right, right. Um, and, and you know you got to be aggressive like that when you're you know you're you're doing retail. Yeah. And so for them to come in and be this aggressive, I mean that was the only way it was going to be work. Yeah. Is if they were this aggressive. Right. And, and it makes me laugh a little bit because you think back at Microsoft's attempts, and then you compare it to how aggressive Epic is being. Yeah. It just makes you realize like Microsoft was never was never really close. Yeah. With the Windows Store and stuff, yeah, mean? yeah, yeah. Your games for live, whatever was. Before. Yeah, if you're gonna be a player, you really gotta play. Like, there's yeah. no point in making a. I don't know. And like, Microsoft had the money to, to be this aggressive. Oh yeah, just, sure. They just chose not to be. Um. So let's move on. I I just had to mention this. I feel so bad that when we did our top ten games of 2020. I didn't include Doom Eternal yeah. because I don't know why, what it is. Like, this new trailer like just got me so hyped. I was like, from the soundtrack to the... I don't know why. It just, like... I love the first one. And yeah. I played it, like, a year late, even. Yeah. I, when I first saw it, I kept seeing all the trailers for the first Doom. And I was like, well, they just keep showing the executions. What the heck is this? You know, like, it doesn't look that good. doesn't yeah. look that good. Yeah. And I played it. It's just so much fun. There's just something about brutalizing demons. <laughs> is yeah. You weren't impressed, though? Uh, you know, I, it really didn't grab me all that much. No. And every time I hear you talk about it, I think, I should go back and play it again and give it another try. Is it on Game Pass? The I first so. one? Yeah. You think yeah, it, it is. Yeah. Well, it was. I don't know if it's still Yeah. Um, I love Doom. I mean, yeah. the, the originals, yeah. way back when on PC, I mean, I must have played through those you know, a hundred times. Yeah. Each. And, uh, you know, like even my, even my dad, like, like that's the only, yeah. that's like the only video game that he he's played. So that and Zelda, um, are like the only two video games he'll ever talk about. Yeah. You know, and so Doom, Doom has a, a real special place in my heart, but I don't know, the new one just didn't grab me. And every time I hear you talking about it, I'm like, I should go back and try that again. It's so good. But like, I don't know. I, I think maybe I'm just over single player shooters. Yeah. Like, I just um, campaigns. I did. Uh, what did I play this week? It's called Project Warlock. It's like old school Doom. It's yeah. a new. It's an indie game. Well, there were a lot of those at PAX. Yeah, Project Warlock. I think was there. I'm not positive. Yeah. But I bought it on Steam. It, it does. It feels really good. It's like very old school Doomish. It's the same two, like style art and everything. So it's oh, still yeah. fun. Yeah. But that style game is still holds oh, yeah. up very well. Oh yeah, yeah. So there's a rumor spreading this week that a new 2D Metroid and Paper Mario will release on Switch this year. That Nintendo is 
porting these games. They haven't announced them yet. Which one of these? Well, who the hell gets excited for Paper Mario? <laughs> I was gonna say Paper Mario. Why? I, I don't know. It just you know, like it isn't. I mean, what is? I don't even know what Paper Mario is anymore. It's like is it a yeah, exactly. Like is it an RPG? It was like the RPG for I'm a so while, right? But then they did and Mario then, and Luigi, and then they they sort of moved it away. But you know, like you know how it is with RPGs, like modern RPGs, they're no longer like turn based. Yeah, they're not really. So it's yeah, it is this weird. Thing. But you know it's really colorful and it'll be fun. Uh, 2D Metroid, you know I, I, that got me psyched. I've never honestly been a big Metroid fan, so or or Castlevania fan, or though I didn't like um, what was it Symphony of the Night? Yeah, the 2D one, yeah. like the the 16-bit yeah. or actually it would be 8-bit version. Uh, well, no, that was that was Super NES. Symphony of the Night was Super NES, I think. Oh, I'm not, I mean, not Symphony of the Night. What was the, what was the knockoff one? The Bloodstained? Yes, Bloodstained. Curse of the Moon or whatever it yeah. was. You're uh, the only person that even played that game. I feel fun. like everybody else nice. fixates on the new one. You're like, yeah, you yeah. played this knockoff version. Yeah, well, exactly. Well, <laughs> at first I wasn't sure which version it was. Yeah. So I booted it up and then I was like, oh, damn. How'd you even get that? Like, where did, where, it was on Game Pass. I didn't even hear is. that it existed. Like, yeah, I know. You're and the only why, person I've ever heard talk about. And that's about. pretty much why I played it, is because like I thought it was the new one, and then I booted it up. I was like, ah, crap, this ain't it. But then I, you know, I, was, I had it up, so I just played it, and it was, it was pretty fun. New 2D Metroid. I don't know what it is about Metroid. I think part of it, I think, is the feeling of like loneliness that it gives. Yeah. Like I, I really enjoy the whole Metroid universe but I, because, but yeah, it's not the story because the story is really. Nothing. It never has been yeah. anything. Uh, it's not Samus as a character because she's basically nothing. It's just I think I would buy a new two D Metroid on Switch. I do. I think it would totally work on the handheld too. See now, I've I've been hoping we get the Metroid Prime series re released um, because not me. I bought Prime Metroid Prime yeah. and Halo on the same day. Yeah. And Big so, mistake. Yeah, it was a huge mistake because, I, and then of course I compared the two yeah. constantly, which yeah. you shouldn't do. Well, we were young, we were very young. You, you we were like do sixteen, and so I just you know it never grabbed me. I mean, Metro, like I said, Metroid's just never been. I remember literally having debates with you. What was better, Metroid Prime or Halo? Yeah, like that. Like in our whole school, we would have. That oh debate. yeah, yeah, the whole school, yeah, because absolutely. Most of us didn't even have two consoles at exactly. that time. We were kids. Exactly. So we had kids. one. So whatever, we had one. whatever we got for Christmas. Right, so right. If, if you had a GameCube, you were the Metroid Club. <laughs> yeah. And if you had an Xbox, you were the Halo Club. And those were the days. Um, yeah, so... 2D Metroid, to me, though, is perfect for Switch. Because it works on the big screen, works on the handheld. It make, makes so much sense. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I am, I'm all back in on 2D games of any sort. Yeah. Like, I, that's, you know... They're just more fun, I find, these days. Um, so, I'll give it a try, but I'm not that excited for it. I, I, I do hope it exists, because I just hope it exists. Pa- who gives a damn about Paper Mario? Well, I mean, for Nintendo, the, the year's kind of sparse. So, yeah. I mean, they got to yeah. have something. Well, well, but they probably have Breath of the Wild too. Hopefully, they've got Animal Crossing. Hopefully next year they bring back Wind Waker HD. They've got uh, so the can, 150th time. So I can finally finish it. <laughs> you, isn't, are you the... You get to that part where you got to collect the Triforce yeah, pieces which and is like, quit every time. Like a million other people got to that <laughs> yeah. part and then they were like, okay, that's it. Just watch the ending on YouTube. <laughs> Turn it off. 
So speaking of turn it off, Google, people are questioning Stadia. Like, can this really, like, basically everybody's branding it a massive flop. Yeah. Um, and it is. It is. I agree. But they've promised 120 games this year, with 10 being timed exclusives. And I saw this and I was just like, that's all you got? Like, yeah. Because. <laughs> 120 games, it's going to be like 100, okay, if 110 are timed exclusives, if 10 are timed exclusives, the other 110 are probably going to be ports of games that are already out everywhere. I'm just curious, where are these brave souls that are paying money to stream a video game? Yeah, for Stadia. And then paying full price for the game anyway? Yeah. Like, who who is doing this? Well, I saw the stat the other day that... Do you remember when Destiny 2 launched on Stadia? Yeah. And there was all the reports that the player base was so low that you couldn't even, like, form, like, multiplayer matches and stuff? Yeah. Well, the report came out now that the player base is half of what it was <laughs> then. So it went from, like, four to two. Yeah, which is, like, literally this thing is dead. And yeah. I, you made a good analogy when you said, we can't judge it. This is kind of like YouTube. Like, you can't review YouTube on day one, you know, because, like, it will become what it's going to become in five years. Yeah. but And that's what they're probably shooting for. But it just, I right just, now, it's a sad affair. I feel like they're they're damaging the brand at this yeah. point. Like they should have held off until they had they more sh- there. They should have launched this thing with compelling games that you can only play on Stadia. Period. Yeah. Because then you get people talking. Like, oh, did you hear yeah. about Stadia? You can only, well, you've got whatever. And that's the other part that bothers me about this is they got 10 timed exclusive yeah which you know I mean timed exclusive who cares three months you know no one's gonna play on Stadia no matter what so yeah you know like the the official release date is whenever the time exclusivity runs out and so it just sucks that there's 10 games that are gonna be like locked there are very we are heading in a direction where there will be very very few actual exclusive games on any platform yeah like you're gonna be able to get you know, last week we talked about Horizon Zero Dawn likely coming to PC, and that was kind of reconfirmed this week. And, you know, if Sony moves in that direction too, Nintendo is really the only holdout because Microsoft's already putting all their games you know, on I don't, PC. I don't, I don't see it on here, but um, apparently Apple also, there's, there's rumors swirling that they're going to launch a uh, gaming iMac and a gaming macbook makes sense because they want to be part of like the the whole competitive gaming scene yeah yeah it makes so, sense. so they want to crack into that which will be real interesting because once you have those like yeah you're gonna want games to push them yeah know? yeah there's not a lot of games are really mac i think most people have to run like some other don't they have to like format their hard drive and then like they put some weird version of Windows. Yeah, it's called Boot Camp. It is Windows. Yeah. Like, you just boot into Windows, yeah. and then it runs on yeah. your Mac. Yeah. Um, but they can't really continue to do that. I, I don't, if they want if yeah. they want gaming on Mac to be successful, they can't have it like that. Well, that's the question. Are they going to actually really truly... I mean, if they are going to release a gaming-focused iMac and MacBook, yeah. like, yeah, you're right. Like, there's no way in hell that it can be... Okay, well, you're going to go into boot camp, which means you're going to go into Windows. Yeah. And then you're going to play games yeah. on Windows. No way. Like, it would have to be... But then they're going to have to get developers to make their games 
usable with Mac. Yeah. And not a lot of games do that. Yeah. Well, they, they have like a new, sort of like, you know how Microsoft has DirectX? Mm-hmm. But they have a new thing, I think it's called Metal, mm-hmm. or maybe Vulcan. Mm-hmm. Developers are out there laughing at me. Yeah. Um, one of them's ATI, or AMDs, and the other is Apple's. Uh, I think theirs is Metal. But, you know, so they have they have a basis for, yeah. for gaming. And right. so if this is true, like it's another sign, you know, between Apple Arcade and then if this is true, like it's a slow. Have you march noticed the Apple Arcade has just completely dropped off a cliff, though? Well, I mean, they it's had not that like first two weeks where it was like there was tons of marketing and yeah. there was like new games being had. Well, every that's day. the thing. And then it was like, oh, nobody. I mean, I brought it up on my str- mobile games. I like, brought that's it up on the my issue. Right, but but mobile games are the easiest to release. Yeah. So they should have a, a wealth of them. Yeah. And. The thing, like, I brought up Apple Arcade on my stream today, and I had, like, 30 people in there at the time. At the time, I said, does anybody here have Apple Arcade? Is anybody interested in Apple Arcade? Literally, cr- crickets. Crickets. Yeah. But I brought up other topics. People were chirping in. Well, because I feel like Apple, they're mobile games. Nobody gets excited for mobile games. <laughs> like, until... They're the most played game of, in no, the world. Yeah, yeah. It's by, true. By your, by your great aunt and, you know, your mom. But, but people do play them. Yeah. But nobody that's going to talk about them on, like, gaming forums, like, that's just not... And that's the issue, and that's why I'm curious, like, if they release... But that's what they're trying to overcome, too. They're trying to release games that are more appealing to the hard... The the core gamer, as they call it. Well, and that's the thing, is if they release this, like, are we going to start to see, like, you know, some real games quote-unquote real games yeah releasing into Apple Arcade? I mean, they got that Oceanhorn, too, but that's about as close as they get. What the hell is that? It's that Zelda knockoff. Never even heard of it. I think it looks like Breath of the Wild. I think What the Golf is their top game. Is there, or Cricket Through the Ages. It's cricket Through the Ages. That's, <laughs> that's my pick. Um, so on to some other stuff. I, I have a really interesting story to tell about a game called Soviet Jump Game. But anyway, uh, The Walking Dead, A World Beyond. This was the most welcome Walking Dead news that I've heard in a long time. So they've got this third show that they're doing. Oh, God. And it's called The World Beyond. And it starts pretty much after the current season of The Walking Dead yeah. ends. And so far, it looks pretty... It looks different. Like, it looks much different. The characters are kids. Like, literal kids. But they came out and said that literally their story, front start to finish, is only two seasons Thank long. Thank God. That's what I said. Because Thank it's God. like... Whenever I hear this for any story, when they say from the beginning, like, this is our end point... I immediately have more faith in it. Yeah. Because, you know, they have a, a story to tell. Yeah. Like, this is where they are, this is where they're going. And for The Walking Dead, which is, in a lot of ways, <laughs> turned into, like, this giant overarching soap opera. Yeah. To hear this was, like, a breath of fresh air. Like, yeah. Finally. God, that's what I exactly. Finally something with a real narrative, you know, and rather than just milking it and dragging it on forever and ever. And, you know, it's kind of amazing that I guess it's, it's probably not up to uh, Kirkman. Yeah. You know, whether or not the show will live or die. Well, would you take the paychecks? But, I'm sure I, well, I yeah, would. I mean, he, he, he ended the comic book just yeah. kind of randomly just because yeah. he was like, you know, I don't want it to be something that just drags on yeah. forever and ever, you know. And he, he felt like he told all the stories he could possibly tell, and I'm sure he did. Yeah. Um, so it's just, you know, it's crazy to me that the TV show just keeps on uh, going. I mean, the TV show is truly The Walking Dead. Well, I mean, 
very, very, I'd say within two seasons max, the main show will have passed the books. So at that point, what, what are we going to have? Did you, ever, did you read all the comics? Yeah. Did you really? Yeah, I mean, I haven't read the last 50, but I read the final yeah. issue. So I, I need, yeah. no, maybe it's the last 30. I think I read. Oh, you got farther than I did. Yeah, yeah. It's still. It, it, I only made it up to about. Uh, I think I dropped off just before. 100. Aside from the like the final arc, the whole thing, and a lot of people complain about the final arc because it's so different. Because it's, it's less of a what well, The Walking Dead is known for. Yeah. It's more of a. It's a much different story. A lot of people didn't like that because because it wasn't like, it wasn't like the brutal. Yeah. Hunt for survival like it used to be. Well, thank God. Because, well, like that's, that's, that's the whole point. Was he was telling a different story towards yeah. the end. It was, things were changing. Exactly. I mean, we, we reached the climax and then, you know, we got the resolution, which is fine. You know, and I, I actually like that when, when they changed the pace at the yeah. very end. Cause yeah. It is supposed to be different. That's why it's ending. Right. If they just keep repeating the same. Exactly. Right? And that's why I, I had to get out because... After a while, I can only read so many times where they they create a civilization and then the zombies knock it over, and then they create a civilization and then the zombies. Well, that is the final arc: is that they've their civilization, they got it, like yeah. they totally got it, and there's some final conflicts and stuff within themselves, but they've no, the zombies aren't even really a threat by the end; they're yeah. just whatever. But anyway. The new Walking Dead show is only two seasons, so maybe it's actually worth watching, unlike Fear of the Walking Dead, which is just a giant disaster, I think. So here's one. You didn't watch the Watchmen show yet. Not yet. I really want to. Well, HBO came out and said that they are not doing a second season. because that surprises me. Well, they, the creator of it said that, he's like, I don't have an idea for a second season. So HBO said, like, then we're not going to mess Good. with it. See, yeah. this, is, this is why HBO is better than Netflix right here. Right here. I mean, like, if if there isn't real material, you know, if there isn't real passion behind whatever they're doing, like, yeah. they won't just keep throwing well, stuff out there. They'll just well, pull the plug on it. Did you watch season two of True Detective? No, uh, okay. You got me there. But, <laughs> because they pushed him to make... Maybe they learned their lesson there. Yeah, maybe. Maybe they're but, like... I mean, HBO, more so than any other, like... <laughs> production yeah company. their quality they 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 have a standard and anything they put out like it's it's going to be a certain quality and yeah and that's just what i love about them. i really want to watch Watchmen because i heard it's like literally like the best show of 2019 so was it a reimagining or was it a no it's a sequel okay because for a while they were pushing the narrative that no this isn't a sequel it's just a reimagining no it, it's a total it takes place like years later like, yeah i think like 20 years which i later. thought was weird because of, of course spoiler alert they, they've you know a whole group of them were inspired by the journal of Rorschach. Um, so I was like, of course, this has to be a sequel because, you know, Rorschach's long since dead. Right. Um, I think that's a plot point. And somebody comes, maybe I'm wrong, but I think somebody come. maybe this is from the comic. Yeah. Somebody claims to be Rorschach. I think that he's not dead. Oh, well, Maybe that was from Doomsday Clock. Maybe that was from Doomsday Clock. I don't know. Anyway. I really want to watch that show. And I, I'm also interested in that new... Uh, have you seen a trailer for... I think it's called The Outsider. It's a new... I've heard about it. Uh, I, I didn't it's got Jason trailer. Bateman in it. It's like a Stephen King book. Looks pretty good. But yeah, HBO, I think you're right. Like, we went to the movies the other day. 
So we got two tickets, you know, the popcorn. Because, like, I, I haven't had HBO or any of these channels, so I keep telling Irma, like, you know, we don't even watch most of them. Yeah. But then we went to the movies the other day and spent, like, $40. And I was yeah. like, well, that would have been three months of HBO right yeah. there. I think you're better off to buy, like, the HBO series. Yeah. Because they sell them all. Yeah. You know, so you're, you're probably just better off buying it. <laughs> Unless just, you're going to watch it. The movies, like, I just... When I went and paid for all that stuff, the movies, we hadn't been to the movies in a while, and I've been cheaping out on, like, subbing to HBO or yeah. anything else lately, and we spent, like, 40, 50 bucks to see one movie for two hours, and yeah. I was like, see, well, I mean, yeah, that's why I, maybe HBO wasn't such a bad I, idea. I wait for movies to come out on, like, iTunes, I wait for them to drop to nine ninety nine or four ninety nine, yeah. and then I'm, I'm all I think you're the only person that buys movies at all. Oh. You're that guy who bought pays for Stadia and then pays to yeah, buy the game. But I have I have a video service now that eclipses like <laughs> Netflix. So like I don't have to ever pay for Netflix like ever again. Did you see that Mindhunters just got canceled? Yeah. Which is like some people consider to be Netflix's best show. Yeah, Netflix is so crazy. Like they just up and cancel stuff. Well, like, the problem I heard I don't know why. What's his name? Uh the producer and he also David Fincher, I think, is the director of it. Yeah. And David Fincher is super Whenever they get a, and like a really big name who makes a lot of movies to run a show, I'm always like, well, how long are they going to do this for? Yeah, exactly. Because they're filmmakers, not TV show. Yeah. And not to say they can't do it very well, but it's like, he's going to get pulled away. He's going to go do something else. And that's what happened here. He, they said he couldn't do his schedule, and he, they just canceled the whole thing. Just can't find anybody. We're done. So it was like a Game of Thrones. Which will always be a, a sore spot. You should have canceled the Game of Thrones. A sore spot in my heart. We'll finish it in five years. Come back in five <laughs> years. I'm still angry. Yeah, me too. So Conor McGregor returned last night, fighting for the first time since 2018. People were asking, you know, is he washed up? Was he always, was he really, you know, maybe he got really lucky. Maybe his luck ran out. Well, he knocked his opponent out. Technical knockout, technically. In 40 seconds. Can we talk about destroyed what Destroyed this guy. Can we talk about what he used to knock... The shoulder? Guy? The shoulder. <laughs> well, that's not what knocked him out. No, but... but it, I mean, it, the guy it really went sure. a long way. I mean... Yeah, yeah. He hit him... He hit him with not one... Four times. Not two. Not three. But four shoulders. <laughs> like, you know... Um, uh, you know, they're talking about it and they're like... You know, he keeps getting hit in the face with a shoulder. And he's like, well, surely he's not going to do, gonna do again. it again. Yeah. And he hits him again. Uh, you know, well, no, there's no way he's going to do it a third time. <laughs> a fourth and then, time. And then he hits him the fourth time and breaks his nose. Yeah. You know, and then it was, it was basically... Literally right. He started like he fell back at that point. Blood was all The fight yeah. hadn't been going for 10 seconds. Yeah. And bleeding, broken nose. And then he kicked him in the head and it was over. Like, he punched him a few times after that. Yeah. But yeah. once he kicked him in the head, it was completely over. Yeah. And it was just like... The, the entire thing took 40 seconds. I, I was watching it with uh, Dennis and Tyler DeCourcy. And I actually came like half... I didn't come to like 10.30. Because the main event doesn't... You know, there's like seven, eight fights, whatever. I didn't really care about the first two. So I didn't come over till late. But like, most people were complaining about the whole card. Because it was kind of boring. And then you get yeah. to the main fight and 40 seconds of... Over, like you paid all that money to get a forty-second fight. Yeah, but exactly. To me though, that and I did. To me though, I was like, you know what? 
It was exciting. Like, I'd rather see that than the, yeah. the Holly Holm fight before that. It was oh, so boring. So boring. It was yeah. literally standing against the cage for three rounds. By far, the best one was the one before that. Uh, what is his name? Olasnik? Those two fat guys? Olasnik? The Russian the, guy? The, the, yeah, the Russian guy. And the see, other I guy. didn't really like that either. That was a good one. Any grappling fight, as soon as they get down on the ground, see, no, I'm don't, like, I'm out. I don't I, usually like grappling I, fights. I can't that one, that one was just so interesting. The technique was really good. Yeah. That one was just interesting because it looked like the other guy should have just been done. Yeah. He just kept finding ways to yeah. like, stay alive, stay alive. And They're then big guys. I mean, like, even when he got tapped out, like. He only had like 15 seconds to go to make well, it out of that round. It was just so bizarre because he was in a position where he couldn't he get tapped. He tapped his foot. Well, it was like his arm was pinned against his knee. Yeah. Yeah. Which was good because it meant that he couldn't torque his arm he any further arm back. Arm. Yeah. And then he moves his knee, and I'm yeah. like, what? Why did you do that? Why? Exactly. The, the announcer, and then it was over. The announcer said that. There was only like 15, 20, 15 seconds yeah. left. And they're like, well, he's got his knee in there. He's yeah. fine. And then he rolls. And, and then he moves like, his knee, and I'm like, what are you doing? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, you just opened it. Like, well, he, he knew he what? screwed up because as, <laughs> as soon as he got up, he started like pounding his hand on yeah. it. Because he like. He was like looking down because he like knew he screwed up. Yeah, and he was excited for that fight. I, you know, I mean, like the grapplers, they're just, they really run things. Oh, they're super skilled. They're just so boring to watch, actually. Yeah. I mean, like John Jones, he can strike, he can wrestle, he can grapple, but usually his fights are pretty boring. Like, yeah. he, people say he's the greatest, and he may be, but his fights are usually pretty boring. Like, yeah. he but kick, he's primarily a wrestler. He kicks so. you in the knee, kicks you in the knee, kicks you in the knee. Yeah. Take down, wrestle with you for two. You minutes. know what? I don't even usually like grapplers. Like I don't. I, yeah. I think you're right. I think they're boring as hell. I'm like stand them up and let's get yeah. you know throwing punches. But well, I thought that fight was really interesting. Just, that that that's what that and they even I think it was like still the first round and one of the announcers was like, well this ref's definitely taking a different approach to, than <laughs> the last few because yeah. normally when they're on the cage that long the ref yeah. tells them. Well, the crowd was literally like booing. Yeah, get off. You know, like, you got to do something much, here. Too much Joe Rogan called them morons. <laughs> Did you hear that? No. <laughs> you know, the crowd started booing. And Joe just goes, this crowd's a bunch of morons for not, you know, for not appreciating what we're doing. One of my favorite moments was, you know, Joe Rogan has to have the easiest life. I'm sorry, Joe. <laughs> he literally, every Saturday night, he goes and gets paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to watch fights, right? And then he podcasts a few times for gets high in podcasts, right? So, but With the so his whatever his co-announcer or whatever is like yeah. right in the middle of an announce like a like a commercial like nineteen sixty whatever like that's some alcohol. He's like reading off verbatim, you know, this announce this uh, advertisement during the fight. So, you know, they bring it up like over on the side during the fight, and they. And, and Rogan's totally talking over the guy, not giving him a chance. He's like, oh, look at that arm bar. Like, like Rogan's just go, not paying attention to the guy at all. Just just so fixated on the fight. The other guy, the other poor guy, probably just sitting there reading off his freaking paper. You know, and Rogan, oh, I don't care about that. I'm just... I wish, I wish, uh, I wish Joe Rogan and Tony Romo were, you know, they liked the same sport. Because I'd love to see that pairing, just get, to see how it works. Get John Madden in there to make it even greater. Tony Romo. Why does everybody hate Romo for his announcement? I think for people, his, I think people his are coming around. I think they're coming around. Because I've heard everybody like hate him. Like, yeah, shut, well, up, Romo, shut up, Tony. First, shut up, Shut up, You're right. At first, everyone hated him. But I think 
Yeah, well, now he does, like, he, he predicts what they're going to do. he's usually right. And right? he's usually right. Like, nine times out of ten, he's right. Yeah. And so now everybody, like, really likes him because they like that he just, he'll explain you know, exactly what's going to happen before the ball snap. I, I will honestly say this. Like, everybody, everybody, like, hails Dak Prescott. I think if you take Tony Romo in his prime, He's better than Dak Prescott. Well, you know, there's no doubt. It's funny as I was watching the game today, and Tony I was never had Ezekiel Elliott. As I was listening to the to him, like you know, say you know, like this is what's going to happen after the snap. Yeah. And I was like, how come he didn't win a Super Bowl? Because well, like you know everything a, that's going to happen. He was an incredible quarterback. He yeah. really was. Yeah. He didn't have the team. Around. You're right. If he had Zeke, he probably would have. He, he had De- crazy Des Bryant, and, <laughs> and and he had Jason Witten, who was good. Good. Yeah. But. He didn't have the level of yeah. talent around. If he had a good running back, like Tony Zeke, Romo was that team. You're right. Like he was that team, and nobody gives him any credit at all. He's like that guy that people. Wasn't, like wasn't he the holder on that missed kick against the Seahawks? I think he was. Yeah. Oh god. He dropped it around. He must like replay that in his head every every playoff season. He's really good golfer. I've heard. Too. Yeah. Well, it's funny because as I was listening to him, you know, on the game today, I was like. Sometimes he slips sort of into like a golfing, like, <laughs> like you know, play-by-play. Play. So I haven't told this story about Soviet Jump King yet, have I? No. So this is, this is the best story. Here, here is your story time story. All right. Get so there was popcorn ready. Get, yeah, this is going to take maybe like three minutes. I'll go as quick as I can. But it's, this is gaming history. Seriously, you got to hear this. So back in the early 90s, the Russians released the super, uh, an NES knockoff called the Dendi, and all the games for it were literally complete ripoffs of Nintendo games. <laughs> but this was is Russia. The you know? Dendi. Dendi. So they made this. Not very many people had these things. They were literally complete. It's like what China does now. Yeah. Like complete knockoffs. Just change the name, change the colors, call it something else. So Sega does what Dendi don't. Yeah. So. This YouTube channel found one of these things. Like, because, like, nobody even really knows that these exist, right? This is what I want our YouTube This is great. This is so good. This would be, yeah. (laughs) This would be amazing. So they're going through all these cartridges, right? Firing up the games, playing them for fun, seeing what they are. But they find this one that's not marked. Okay. And the weird thing, it had this weird chip in it that they hadn't seen before. None of the other ones had it. So they're trying to get this thing fired up, trying to get it fired up. They finally get it fired up. It was an unfinished game, close to finished. It was the first ever Battle Royale game. It's a 2D Mario style game. Wow. Like literally, this is a Mario, 100% Mario wow. knockoff. But 30 players, and you side scroll, and you can kill each other with like Mario style power ups. Like instead of getting stars, you get potatoes. And instead of throwing, uh, instead of getting a fire pop. Uh, you know, flour, you get vodka. Like, this game is of like... Course. Or somebody had to get vodka It is so in indulgent game. in Russian culture. There's literally floating Stalin heads in this game. <laughs> like, literally, you take you take Mario and think of like... Put him fl- in the gulag? Well, think of flipping everything. Like, instead of using blue and red, we're going to use purple and yellow. Like, just... And put it in Russia... And this game was never released. You couldn't even play a damn game online then. But this, it had a chip in it that they were experimenting with to 
trying to make online rudimentary online God, play. Work. I love that. They no, it didn't work out, obviously. Yeah. So the YouTube channel discovers this this unfinished game. They finished it and they released it for free on oh, Steam. That's so awesome. And it's amazing. I played it and it was so much fun. God. Like it felt like jumping through not only a hole like back in like time. But like into Russia, yeah. because like the time like period, the true Soviet not, Russia. not only a jump back in gaming history, but in actual like cultural yeah. history. And like, it was just, I only played it for like two hours, yeah. but it was just so much fun. It was like, the corniness of it is so clever. Wait, now where'd you find that to download? Is it on, it's, it's on, on Steam. Steam. Yeah. Oh, okay. Soviet jump game. Soviet it's totally jump. free. And, uh. This, the story of this YouTube channel, finding did you, did this you cartridge. Did you Did you... Oh, of course I did. But uh, finding this cartridge and then taking it upon themselves to finish the game yeah, and release incredible. it. And, like, they even left... There's these weird, like, visual glitches. They left them in there. Yeah. Because it was, like, it fit with, like, the story. So you'll be, like, running along and all of a sudden in the background, like, these pixels will just start, like... <laughs> they start like going, turning the wrong color and they left it because it was like vintage you know like I, I this is the way the game was you know I, I love the idea that they tried to like come up with some sort of like online play yeah like that is so incredible and yeah. just it, it's so crazy like it's one of those crazy things that Soviet Russia would do yeah like and, and they would of course fail at it but right. they would try right <laughs> and um, you know I think Nintendo actually did something similar where where it was almost like a video game and a TV show at the same time. Like it was Zelda. They, they had, a, it was like the original Zelda, Zelda 1. Yeah. And if you tuned in to a certain channel at like a certain time of mm-hmm. day, you could like play Zelda or something with like, you know, everybody else in Japan. And yeah. there was like an announcer that would come over your TV <laughs> while you were playing. There's, there's you know, there's stuff online. Yeah. But I just love that like, you know, back way back when How before did this the happen? internet, yeah. yeah, like their attempts to sort of create sort of like yeah. internet community without internet. And I love the fact that they thought of battle royale twenty years before it came to fruition. Yeah, like it, it was a last man standing game mode, thirty players, last man standing wins. Yeah. Like nobody had people barely did multiplayer at that yeah. point, let alone battle I royale. Know, thirty people battle. Royale. Like, what if this game had come out? Like, would we have had battle royale games I know. for the last? Maybe years. we'd all be talking about Dandy or whatever the hell it is. That's just what is it, Dendy? Dendy, yeah. Maybe we'd all be talking about Dendy instead of. Dendy. I, I just loved it when I, when I heard this story. I immediately knew like I gotta play this game. Like, and yeah. I, I just loved that they found this game and they took it upon themselves to finish it and release it for free. Yeah. Like, and there are a few microtransactions. I think like you can buy some stupid skins or whatever. But I kind of wanted to buy them just to be like. Hey, good job! You know, like thank exactly. you for doing. You, you deserve it. Yeah, right. I do do that. Like if I if I really love a developer, like I'll buy like their battle pass just to support them. Yeah. Like I don't care. I don't really care about the skins that much. No. God no. So we're bringing back draw your own conclusions this week, and we'll see what conclusion you draw from this. <laughs> so Facebook, they had an error this week. And it ended up causing, is it, I guess it's prime minister, technically, right? Uh, no, it's I think president. he's, is president he president? Xi Jinping, yeah. how, how do you say it? Xi Jinping. Xi Jinping. President, not prime minister? Because yeah. don't they have a prime minister? No, that's Japan. Japan is a yeah, prime China, minister. Japan does. It was causing he's all president. the president of China's name to be translated into English on Facebook. 
ass Mr. Shithole. <laughs> and they blamed it on a translation <laughs> error. Like, how does that happen? Well, and I think I think it's worth pointing out that Facebook's already banned in China. So, so I don't I don't think it mattered what they translated. This had to. to be one person at Facebook, literally just changing some code somewhere yeah. and just pushing it's it. It's like, through. oh, we're already banned. Anyway, yeah, so well, just whatever. Like something had him really mad that day, and he's just like, Mr. Shithole, and it just starts popping up in everybody's news feed. Mr. Shithole. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be some, you know, 30 years from now, somebody will have a podcast about this that they discovered that this happened. You know, what I love, I, you know, what I love about these guys is like he hates Winnie the Pooh, he, he bans Winnie the Pooh, <laughs> like because everyone calls him Winnie the Pooh. Him, yeah. And, um, well, there's one picture of him and uh, Obama walking side by side. He, yeah, you must have seen this, right? I, I don't know if I him have. and Obama are walking side by side, and it's a mirror image of. Winnie the Pooh and Tigger walking side. Like, it looks exactly... There's there's an actual picture of Winnie the Pooh and Tigger walk, And they, they're, like, in the exact same pose and everything. And so now everybody calls him Winnie the Pooh. And so he hates it. So he, he's banned Winnie the Pooh from the entire country. And uh, so and this is just the next thing, you know. Like, so now he's going to be Mr. Mr. Shithole. And he's going he's gonna to do everything he can to suppress this. But, you know, everyone's just going to call When are people going to understand that, like, the more angry something... Like, when people realize that they're, like, hitting your button... Yeah, exactly. They're only going to do it more. Exactly. So, like, it's like... I've, you got to ignore it. I, I've, you heard, I've heard that phrase, but don't let them see you sweat. Don't let them see you bleed. Or you, they, That's yeah. my motto. So, so once, you, once they've seen that, you know, it gets to you, they're just going to keep doing it. Exactly. Whatever. As the Boomer. youngest, as the youngest of three kids, don't let you, don't let them see you bleed. Yeah. was my motto. Yeah. So time for some Godspeed stories. Some of these might not quite be speedy, but what was your reaction to the Morbius trailer? Um, did you watch it? Yeah, I did. I did. Uh, so to set the stage here, Morbius is a Spider-Man villain. Yeah. This movie's being made by Sony. Yes. But a Marvel character appeared in this trailer. Yeah. Being. Well, I mean, define vulture? yeah, define Marvel because it, it was the Vulture who's still Sony. Yeah, but he's you know I mean he did. But he was appear. in one of Marvel's movies, right? Yeah, this Marvel Spider-Man movies. Was he? Yeah, and so. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. So he was now, in the first one, right? Yeah. So now you know they've connected the universes essentially, which is kind of interesting. It's also kind of interesting because Marvel just announced Blade, who's yeah. a vampire hunter. Yeah. And then here Sony would. Morbius, who's a vampire. Played by Jared Leto. Oh, God. Which, which scares me. Whose last comic book movie went over so well. Which, which scares the hell out of me. In fairness, I, mean, I think this role is more suited for him. I, I don't know. Like, the I, Joker was. I don't know what to think at this point. On the one hand, I think it's kind of cool that we're going to get like this truly expanded uh, Spider-Man universe. But on the other hand, like after watching Venom, like I am scared to death. <laughs> <laughs> like this... Venom was well, Venom was a Venom to turn. me from the first trailer was cringe. I knew it right away. This oh, is bad. bad. This bad, one, bad. I I don't really have any interest in it. But when I watched this trailer, I was like, okay, this looks all right. Like, looks like it could be a decent movie. Like yeah. Venom from the beginning was this is trash. Like okay. I know it. The most valuable comic book I've ever bought and still own today is the very first issue Venom appeared in. So I'm like a big Venom fan. So for yeah. me to be like. I hate that movie, and that's one of the only comic book movies I don't own. Yeah. Like, that should tell you everything about how I feel about Sony, you know, just Sony 
comic book movies in general. Well, what I can't really figure out is I've never... Sony has been trying to do this. This spider universe thing. Fleshing out the villains for, like, at least 15 years. Yeah. And part of me wonders, like... Venom, you can see them spinning off in his own movie. Yeah. But who the hell really wants to... Who's asking for a Morbius movie? Well, who's yeah. asking for a Sinister Six? I wouldn't be Who's opposed. asking for... A standalone Doc Ock movie. Yeah. Who's that? Like, who wants to see Exactly. This? And and that's what I'm a little worried about. Is like, I, I, I like it more when Spider-Man's Because aren't involved. they doing like Huntress or something too? Uh, is, doing, is Huntress even an actual character? Did I make yeah, that up? Well, Huntress is a character, but I, she wouldn't be in Spider-Man's movie. Um, they're doing... Who's that Craven, one of the long great... Yeah. Craven yeah, the yeah. Hunter. And he's his name's actually on a moving van. In this trailer, mm-hmm. it's you know like the moving van says Craven. Yeah. So that's a hint that you know, and he was one of the sinister sinister six, and that's obviously where they're going with this is the sinister six. Um, but you know, the, for me, the issue is is why you touched though? on it. Why you, though? You touched on it. Is that? <clears throat> do you really want to see these movies without Spider Man? Yeah, like, that's I, what I mean. I don't want to. Like, like they can't possibly do all these movies. And then bring in Spider-Man to fight them all. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't work. Exactly. So There's what are no they doing? There. What are they doing? Well, that's what they're going to do. But what's he going to do? Fight all of them at one time? Apparently. Like, like it's... Yeah. Well, for me, the real crime was Venom. You know, starting Venom without Spider-Man. Yeah. Like, that just... That pretty much ruins the character. Yeah. like... Venom is sort of like the mirror image of Spider-Man. Yeah. You know, like he was scorned... Equal like, and opposite. Yeah, I mean... The symbiote is sort of scorned by Spider-Man, and then Eddie Brock was also, you know, wronged by yeah. Peter Parker slash yeah. Spider-Man. And, like, that's that's the root of the character. So to have him be, like, a good guy and, you know, nothing to do with Spider-Man, it's like, well, you, it's not the same character. Yeah. So Total waste of I mean, Except they actually made a killing off of it, so. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it, it looked okay, though, the trailer. Uh, Chad Johnson tries out to be an XFL kicker. <laughs> Uh, Chad Johnson, to his credit, by the way, has has kicked a 60-yard field yeah, goal. Yeah, a field goal before. In game. You know, this is what... You recently said you think XFL is going to be a success. I do, actually. I think they need... If XFL is going to be a success, they need to go out and get stars, talent. And, and bizarre storylines like this. Well, see, this, actually, I, I kind of have the opposite on this story. Yeah. Because Chad Johnson's not a kicker. No, no, no. So but it gets you talking. Yeah, but, yeah, and that's the issue. It's like, it's clearly, it gets you talking. Yeah. And it's clearly, you know, he's he's not a kicker. Nobody's so it's watching. A gimmick. No, but here's the thing. No, it needs to be a gimmick. Because nobody's watching the XFL to see high-quality football. Nobody. <laughs> if you want to see high quality professional football, you're going to watch the NFL. That's true. So if XFL is going to be different, they do need to bring in the weirdos. But I don't think they need to be gimmicky. I think they can still. I just mean star. People yeah. have star power. I mean, people actually really like the AF. Bring the, in what was, what was that American weirdo football? from the Browns there? Who? OBJ came from no. Oh, yes, but no. The the quarterback who totally flopped. Oh, John, uh, Johnny Manziel. Yeah, bring in people like that. I think he's actually barred from the league already. Johnny, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, because from XFL. Well, yeah, because because um, he has like a felony, I think. 
for one of the things he did. I've seen people like that though. Like, but no, you know what's funny is actually what bring I bring in Conor McGregor. I was like they about, need that. Star I actually power. thought about Johnny Manziel the other day, and I was like, yeah, you know, I, he'd be great for the XFL because with the lower quality of yeah players, he would excel again. And it'll probably be more like college. But then I like remember where you can run crazy plays. And, I remember he like punched a cop or something, so I'm sure he's got a felony, which you know already disqualifies him. But I really think if XFL is going to be a success, that's what they need. They need star power of some kind. Yeah. Not just one oh, yeah, person. Yeah. They need. Yeah. Bring in, bring in Dave Bautista to well, play football. And you know like, something like that. I, I just I saw their commissioner. Stack these teams with celebrities. I saw their commissioner on TV the other day. And did you know that to get to the NFL, you have to wait three years in college. Like you got to go three years to college. Yeah. Before the NFL will even consider it. Well, the NBA's had back and forth yeah. problems with that. Well, they asked the XFL commissioner, will you stick to three years? And yeah. He said no. Yeah. He said that's that's an agreement with the NFL's players union. Yeah. And we, you know, we're not beholden to that. So yeah. he said no. So so it's not out of the realm of possibility that the XFL college could, players. Could, yeah, could start going after like second year, third year college players. Yeah. You know, like, why why go to college? You know, like, everybody's saying... Get paid. Yeah, everybody's saying, like, you guys are, like, slaves. The problem is, right now, the XFL's not paying people. We're getting paid, like, 20 grand salaries. But in a year or two, if it's a big success, those will all go up. Vince McMahon could go out and, like, get some hot college quarterback and say, hey, I'll give you $5 million to play over here this year. The other players will And then you can play over there next year. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. It'll be interesting. Starts, what, next month, right? Yeah. Uh, February 8th. There we go. Uh, Ninja got his own Fortnite skin. This is the first streamer to get a skin in Fortnite. A lot of other games have given streamers skins before. So I kind of thought this got more attention than it really deserved. I think I would rather listen to someone scratching their fingernails (laughs) across the chalkboard than to to ever think about Fortnite. Would you say the same thing about this next? (laughs) Yes. Uh, Billy Eilish doing the No Time to Die theme song. Um, how British is Billy Eilish? Is she even British? I don't I know. I don't think she is. Uh, but I got real worried about this because this is like, this is this is Daniel Craig's swan <laughs> yeah, song. It just sounds like a and mess. I have no problem. <laughs> I have no problem with Billy Eilish. I really don't. But I'm just like. I was hoping for... I always hope for, like, more, like, classical. Like, people who are more cemented in their status. You know, like, she's still very new. Yeah. So this could just totally bottom. I don't think it will, but I'm concerned. I'll say this. I, I hope Daniel Craig gets his way and he kills James Bond. Oh, I think they do. Or no at doubt. Least, or at least James Bond truly retires. Like, that would be they, cool. I, think they, I don't think they retire because I don't think that'd be good enough for him. Yeah. I think like he's like, no, we're killing this guy. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that would be cool. Nobody else will ever play James Bond. I mean, they will, but it won't be the same James Bond. Well, they'll just it won't be James Bond. It'll be 007. Yeah. All right, well, no. I don't think they'll... There's no way in hell they'll, they'll go away from James but Bond. But what are you going to do? What are you going to have James Bond Jr.? <laughs> if the character is dead... <laughs> Superman died. Batman died. Well, like, you can't resurrect James Bond. Uh, yeah, but you know. if if they do a prequel, then sure they can re. I mean, or they reboot on. it. Yeah, yeah, I, but I that mean, would be lame. Every every new James That'd Bond. Be lame. Every new James Bond actor is a reboot. They never mention anything that happened in the previous. Movies. Yeah, I mean James Bond has or uh, Daniel Craig has played the youngest James Bond and the oldest. He played his wow. well, Casino Royale was his. Yeah. 
the first James Bond story. Yeah. And then Skyfall, he's like yeah, exactly. an old man. <laughs> exactly. So, so uh, 3D Realms announced Kingpin Reloaded, and it will release this year. Had you ever heard about this game? No, and I was just reading about it the other day, and people were freaking out. Like, yeah. Oh, Kingpin Reloaded. People come, always act. It's coming like back. People always. They always act like they played a game. Yeah. And it was so great. I'll say this. And like three quarters of them didn't play it, the, but they claimed they The did. art style reminded me of the Chaos Engine, so I'm kind of interested. Um, is this one you? Yeah. Is this one me? Uh, NVIDIA cuts price of RTX 2060, which one of us sitting at the table owns already. I do. Uh, to two ninety nine. How much is that less than what you bought it at? Uh, I don't know, but this was in reaction to AMD releasing like a, the exact same card, yeah. I think, at, at that price point. Well, not the exact same card, but a, a similar. It is. It's the <laughs> RTX 2060 with AMD on the... Out of the box, but I, to me, this is one of the best. If you truly don't want to go like big budget, like we're talking like six hundred to a thousand dollar graphics cards, to me, this is this is really good card. If that's a good value too, two ninety nine or AMD's version. If that that to me is, if you want to build a serious gaming rig but not go spend a thousand dollars on a graphics yeah. card, that's the level to go for. Does anyone actually do, like, bang-for-buck comparisons? Like, you know, like... I'm sure they do. YouTubers and you stuff. You know, like, the, the 2060 gets you this many frames per second for this price. Yeah, 2070 sure gets you this many frames yeah. per second for this price. I'm sure. And then you can compare, and then... I'm sure they do. You can figure out what you actually want to get yeah. based off of that. I assume, like, 2070 is probably really, like... The best, but I don't know. Well, there's 28. Oh, you mean like yeah. bang for the bang buck? Bang for a buck. Because I you know, 28s are probably like $1,000 or whatever. The 2080s like five or 600 but the oh, 2080 T is like 1000 Yeah. So, that's it, actually. We already covered that other one. That's true. So, I can't believe, I think I texted you. Yeah, I know. PAX East is at the end of February, not March. So... Uh, it's really a lot closer. I'm trying to think of when it was last year. It must have been the same time. I, I actually, thought it was March, though. I still have the badge sitting in my there you car. Go. I, I think I might, too. I actually. never even took it out of the car. It's probably my backpack. So, uh, can't, I really can't wait. Yeah, I'm excited so, to go back. Yeah, it'll be, especially now that we kind of have like a, an idea of like yeah. how it works, where to go, yeah, when to stand in line. And yeah. Thursday is going to be the slowest day, so we know. Again, the VR. I'm getting in the uh, VR case. I'm gonna go Move talk to Geico Gaming. Actually, I'm I'm kind of. I mean, will the, will they have like the same stuff there again? Like, I just wonder. What, I don't think it'll be the same games. Because most I mean, of those games have come out. But now. when you think about VR, like how many new games have really released in the year that really like like that are on the level of Beat Saber that make people go, "Wow!" Are you wanna... talking about VR? Yeah. Because remember, like, VR had a huge presence. VR sucks. When are you going to accept this? Well. It will be the same games there as last year in VR because there's only three games for VR. Do you think Sony will have, like, any presence there this year? Good not, question. I mean, Days Gone was like. They had Days Gone. They the, had Dreams everywhere. Yeah, but Days Gone was really, like, the star of the yeah, show. Yeah. And they, well, but, but do you remember how big the Dreams area was? Oh, they, had, they had, like, uh, like beanbag yeah, chairs or something to sit in. And, like. And one of the uh, one of the attendants was like, "Oh, come try dreams," you know. No, like, thanks. I was like, "Yeah, no." Well, and that is a game that I you can't. cannot play. No, you're right. a, I don't know. You can't there, play that. There were so four. many games there that I was just like, 
Why are some of these games here? Because you cannot no. possibly no. enjoy or get any sort of feel no. for these games. You can't play an RPG in this atmosphere. In a, yeah, yeah, you yeah. can't play. Oh, play for five Minecraft minutes. on the show floor. Yeah. There like, were like, yeah, you're right. There were like RPGs there, and it was like, you know, and they they, they had like a time limit. Please, yeah. please, no longer than five, ten minutes yeah. tops. And it's like you're not going to get anything. You know, you're not even going to have a clue what's yeah. happening. In, I played that time. Uh, Double Fine's game Rad. And I remember I died pretty quickly. And they were just like, oh, um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed Rad. <laughs> it was like, yeah. next person's up. You know, I was like, well, I didn't even, like, if I was a journalist trying to write about it, I'd, I'd like, well, I played three and a half minutes worth of this game. And it was pretty decent, I guess. Well, like, I, played, I walked around and jumped a couple times. and I played the Outer Wilds, not to be confused. Which one game worlds. of the year? <laughs> yeah, and, like, some people were actually calling it, like, game of the year, and I have no idea what the hell I was doing. That yeah, I, yeah. I, and I played it, and I no idea. I was like shooting like watermelons at something. Like, my my fa- <laughs> shoot. Well, I think my several of my favorite experiences from PAX East last year were going to a, an audio headset booth. Well, actually, two of them both have to do with headsets. I went to a headset company that I hadn't heard of. I, that's why I went to talk to them. So I want to see if they were doing something like. Yeah. Unique. I think that's the type of stuff I'm going to look for this year. And uh, they handed me the headset. I put it on. And they just let me, Whatever they had going. Whatever game it was. The point was to try the audio. Yeah. <laughs> there was no audio. So I told the guy there's no audio. He's like, oh, geez. So he takes it off. And he's like messing with the cables. And he's shoving cables back. And he's like, try it now. And he puts it back on. Still no audio. That's the audio. type of stuff that always happens to me. Still no audio. And the guy's like... Oh shit! Like and, he, and he's like he's like trying to fix it, and I'm just like, oh man, don't worry about it. I'm gonna go. He's like, no, no, like you gotta you gotta use these, and I'm like, no man, I gotta like Every immediately. The, I wouldn't buy that company's product, and it wasn't their fault. But yeah. I just like, and then there was the one audio rep that I went and talked to him about like me streaming and stuff, and you know, blah 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 blah, like trying to form a relationship to try to get like a sponsorship, basically. Yeah, and he goes. Well, to be honest, we don't know what the hell we're doing. <laughs> yeah, I he seriously story. did not. He did not want to talk at all. He must have not like. He must have got forced to be there. He was just yeah. like, to be honest, we don't know what the hell we're doing here. Yeah, I mean, you're right though. We are, we go back as veterans this year, and and I know exactly what to go to and what what not to waste my yeah. time with. Yeah. Um, but you know, I'll probably still check out some of that stuff. That's a waste of time, just because. Like, yeah, like you never like, know. Like the bands, yeah. <laughs> which was you know a complete waste of time. But uh, you know, kind of fun. I remember you texting me like, "This is so bizarre over here." Oh, like that God. one band or whatever. I, th- I thought I recorded it, but I don't think well, any. What the hell it. were we forcing ourselves to eat? Was it like you had to buy like these sandwiches like, and like plastic? Yeah, I, I think we had. Didn't we have like salad in a cup or something? I don't. I don't eat salad, so that, I didn't eat that. I remember. I think it was like some like horrible Philly cheesesteak knockoff that yeah. felt like it had been like well, made a week we got ago. The, we got the tacos from like across the way at the hotel. Yeah, that wasn't. Bad. I went like at the show. That wasn't bad. Like yeah. I was forcing myself show. to eat like because I had to eat something. Yeah, yeah. I don't even remember. I just remember they had, like, it was one, They literally had one food booth in like yeah. the whole place, which. Yeah. I can't believe they don't have more than that. And it was trash. But yeah, it was bad. Yeah, so it was real bad. Yeah, uh, you know, tips for anyone else going. Yeah, you might want to eat before you go. Bring the building. Yeah, definitely. All right, 
So that's it for Godmo Unlocked, episode 74, correct number. We're, we'll be a quarter of, or three quarters of a century next episode. Yeah, wow. Too legit. Too legit to quit. Big surprise coming for episode 100. What's that? I don't know. We'll, we'll start working on it. Uh, the birds. Is yeah, coming. I was going to say we need a quick bird reference. Before the birds are actually going to be in the studio with us for episode 100. Episode 74 out. Cut it.